Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and the oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers, overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture. Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when he saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them. He did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So God appeared to Moses and said to Moses, Moses, I would like to be your God. Can I be your God? What do you think? And Moses said, well, what can you do for me? And God says, well, first of all, you're a runaway slave with a rap sheet for murder. That's pretty low, but I can raise you up. I can make your name great. I can make you a great prophet, and your words and deeds will be inspired and give, uh, give understanding to generations after generations after you. And he said, your nation is now in slavery in, in Egypt. I can convince the Egyptians to give you your freedom papers. And then you have no protection. You have no weapons. And there's enemies out there that will attack you and want to destroy you. I'll protect you. And then you're going to go through the desert. There's no food or water. I'll take care of that as well. And then I'm going to bring you to land. I'm going to give you your own land. Oh, not just land. Prime real estate. We're going to have the best gardens and the best vineyards. Your economy is going to grow. You're going to have the richest food. Nations will come to you. You will be the crossroads of the world. Nations will, will look up to you because you will be great. You'll have money. You'll have great food. What do you think? Can I be your God? And Moses says, okay, you can be my God, I guess. So God did everything 
everything that he said he was going to do. He raised Moses up to be a great prophet. He went into Egypt and freed all of the Israelites. He protected them because the Egyptians, the most powerful army in the world, wanted to destroy them. God protected them, brought them to the desert, provided food and water. And then after that, he brought them to Mount Sinai, his holy mountain. Now, at this point in the story of Exodus, God has been doing all the work. The Israelites haven't done anything. But see, God wants to have a relationship with the Israelites, not just that he does everything. He wants them to experience what it is to be able to do great things themselves. So God gave them something. He gave them the Ten Commandments, which we heard in the first reading. Now, if you really think about it, the Ten Commandments are not that hard, especially some of them. Like, for instance, I keep holy the Sabbath. See, see, that's easy for me. I mean, I live in a church. This is not hard at all for me. I take, for instance, uh, do not kill. I don't kill. I, that's easy for me. <laughs> and my father's my best friend. We, we fish every week. So honor your father and mother. Easy. It's not hard at all. But once in a while, the Ten Commandments can be difficult, especially during a particular situation or a circumstance that might come up. So what do you do during that time? My mother asked me one day to, after school to, if I would rake the lawn and weed the garden, make the house look nice from the outside, because we're going to have visitors that night. I said, yes. No, my mother asked me because I like gardening. I like doing that thing, those things. But before I got home from school, my friends came to me at recess and said that they were all going to play baseball and they needed me to be on the team. And I love baseball. I like baseball a lot more than gardening. So this is what I told them. I can't. I have something else to do after school. Now, why did I choose my mother over my friends and baseball? Well, when I get a toothache, my friends do not take me to the dentist. When I get hungry, my friends do not feed me and pay for the food. At Christmas, my friends don't give me nice Christmas presents like my mother. Now, take a look at the Israelites. God is the only one that can free them from Egypt. Nobody else can because the Egyptians are the most powerful nation at that time. Only God can protect them, especially when they don't have any weapons to to, to defend themselves. God protected them. Only God can give them food and water in a desert. Only God can provide them with with beautiful land, like the Holy Land. Even for myself, there's going to be a day that I'm going to be buried. And on that day, only God, only God can stand at my gravesite and say to me, I am the resurrection and the life. After I die... Only God can say to me, I will come back to you and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. You know, sometimes it's hard to keep some of the commandments. But this is what you do. This is how you handle it. You picture God saying to you, I want to be your God. How about it? And you say, okay, I guess. And at that moment, God's going to give you a list of all the things that he can do for you as God. It's going to be a great list, and it's going to be a long one. But you make sure you remember every single one of the details on that list. Keep it in your brain and in your heart. And I guarantee, when the commandments are hard, you'll remember those deeds that God can do for you, and you'll be able to take care care of all of the Ten Commandments. 
You see, God does a lot of great things for us, and we recognize that. But God also wants us to do great things as well. And the Ten Commandments is God's way of providing us the ability to be able to do great things back to God.